Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. That's right. That's me. Welcome to On the Edge, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. How are you today? Uh, Today we have um, Patty here with us. She's going to talk about change. Change is a constant, Brains. And some people say, like my mother, she would say, oh, I don't like change. Well, you know, I understand that. But everything cannot remain the same. How do we become comfortable in this space? How do we prepare ourselves for the evolution of what is yet to come? And how can we be excited about it and not face it with apprehension or trepidation or uncertainty, but be excited about something new? So she's going to talk to us about that. Uh, we'll talk to her a little bit about basketball because she, I don't, I don't remember if she played it or she coached it, but we're going to talk about that. Education and what is the Blue Rose Group? Also, Brains, I just want to let you know that Patty has a show. It's called On Your Own Terms. What does that mean? Because sometimes that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what the terms are. So let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Patty? I'm doing great today, April. Thank you so much for having me here. If I may, right off the bat, I want to be sure that people know I do not coach or play basketball. I'm just a very big basketball fan. So, Well, I I was a basketball fan until SDSU lost. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Virginia Tech women made it to the Final Four this year, and we were thrilled about that. So That's um, wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. So tell my brains how you show up in the world. Well, I show up uh, in the way of cultivating, celebrating, and supporting changemakers, people who make social and environmental change happen in positive ways fascinate me. And so I'm just uh, always excited to meet people that are doing things to make the world a better place. So those people uh, light me up and I try to um, you know, be a, be a fan for them and spread those messages around and study what makes them tick so that hopefully that change making for the good will catch on and other people, you know, the more change makers we have, the better because our world is in a heap of trouble. So we need people showing up, doing their best. We need people that's going to show up. um, But change is very subjective. Change is one of those big $25 words. What does change look like to you? How How does that impact you? Why does it make you feel uncomfortable? Why does it make you feel uncertain? Who are you trying to influence in that change? Because that change doesn't just impact you, it impacts others. Absolutely. Well, you know, when you talk about change, what you said at the beginning about it being inevitable and uncomfortable is all very true. And when I think about um, 
change. Mostly my work is around influencing change mm. for the betterment of the world in social and environmental kind of ways. I mean, people can influence change for the bad, for sure. Well, um, and then you know what, and then yeah. we have to we have to take that into consideration. Yeah. Because yeah. that is subjective. What is good for some yes. is bad for others. Yes. And we'll just well, use We'll use this as an example. We'll use this as yeah. an example. Yeah. This, we're, we're not getting political or any of that brains, but I have to give you a visual. A woman's yes. right to choose. Yes. Mm-hmm. All righty now. There's yeah. some change makers there. Yes. There's some influencers, and there yes. are some that feel that that change is for the good. There's yes. others that feel that that change is, wor- is for um, the, the opposite result. Okay, yes. so I get that. So again, I get what you're saying is that mm-hmm. we're moving towards something positive, but it yes. is very subjective to the individual that's there. So when you're working with a client or with a group, mm-hmm. what are some of the key strategies or some of the key things that you're looking for that you're you know ticking the box to say, hey, this is in alignment with what I feel or, yes. or what I want to promote or what I want to do. And this is the direction that I feel I should take those individuals. Yes. Well, I do use a specific definition of what it means to be a change maker. And it's one that I have adapted from a university in the United Kingdom, the University of Northampton, that's been labeled a change maker campus by the Ashoka organization. And their definition is a change maker is anyone who sees a social or environmental problem and has the skills and the grit to do something about it. Mm. And I've added a little phrase to that, um, has the skills and the grit to work with others to do something about it. Because change makers really, positive change makers never act by themselves. And you're absolutely right that it, there is a filter there and it can get into political space. I will say that because I feature women change makers on my show on your own terms, right. um, I'm always on the lookout for people that are um, making positive change and the my best filter is love you know if is it being done through you know, a loving generous inclusive lens and if not it's not in alignment with what I'm doing and it, you know it can be you know I, I have people on my show that I don't necessarily agree with politically and I will admit that I am very politically yeah, liberal that's, yeah that's that's me that's my brand well, but, I, you uh, know, I teeter back and forth. Sometimes I'm conservative. Yeah. It depends on what it is. That's why I'm an independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I get it. But what I'm saying yeah. is I have uh, people on my show as well. But what I appreciate and value about you as much as myself is that you are allowing them to have a voice, to have a place, to have a position, because number one, there is still something that we can learn, Patty. Yes. If it's absolutely. nothing, if it's nothing more than why they feel the way that they feel. Exactly. And we and, are independent news sources, so we have a responsibility to again do what mainstream media apparently can't do anymore, and that's yes. give opposing points of view and have a decent conversation. Wouldn't you agree? I do absolutely agree. And I use this little framework that comes out of my uh our sort of company slogan, which is homegrown solutions for a patchwork world. Mm. And so when I'm interviewing people, I'm using those four quadrants as sort of my way of framing the conversation. And that patchwork piece, I'm from Southwest Virginia in the mountains of Virginia, where we, you know, we love our patchwork, beautiful quilts. 
both for the artistry of it, but also for the representation of the utilitarian nature of it. Right. So, so the quilt is that diversity piece. And I always ask the question, you know, how has it been important to you to engage with people who have different background, different experience and different ideas from your own? Because I'm not interested in us all only talking to people exactly like ourselves because it oh, doesn't make us better. That would just, so, no, it doesn't make us better. Yeah. Yeah. And so as long as we come to the table, acknowledging that we can learn something from other people, whether we agree or not, we still learn something that we probably need to know about that other perspective. So exactly. So what is all of this information cost you, bought you and taught you? And what I mean (laughs) by that, what risk have you taken? Yes. What benefits has it given you and what lessons have you learned? Yes. Well, when you Think about the cost, you know, uh, the cost has been, you know, just for me getting out of the education space, which I had, you know, a whole career in K through 12 and then higher education, always public education, getting out of that safe environment into the world of entrepreneurship, mm. which I had no idea about. Girl, <laughs> and it's a, it's a wicked space. People just yeah. overthink it. They just think, oh, this is just a lavish li- uh, lifestyle. They don't know this is the grind. This is yes, the grind. ma'am, yes. And I jumped into it, you know, cold, not knowing anything about it. And, but it's been, um, you know, sometimes it's cost me my dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Many times I've had to, uh, you know, I've had to back up and rethink and, and I've, but I've gotten the opportunity to interact with people who know so much more than I do. And it's really opened my mind to, I mean, if you even just think about things that I didn't know anything about, like business and sales and that kind of stuff that always just made me very uncomfortable because I was used to my people showing up. They were assigned to me by the university. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. You didn't are. have to go out and get yeah. the check. Yeah. The, the, right. the check came to yeah. you. Exactly. So now I have to convince people that that I have something worth worth giving. But I've also gotten to have such respect for people in the business space. How much, uh, how many people that are in the business world are actually very positive social and environmental change makers? Because you can start a business with a mission and integrity and a social uh, way of thinking from the from the beginning, and actually be able to support change by supporting yourself and your family with something that's worth doing. And that was a whole new world to me because, you know, coming out of education and my father was a pastor and my mother was a nurse, it was all very service oriented. You know, I had social workers in my family that that was my arena. And somehow I had this misguided notion that that's where all the good stuff happened, that, you know, business is all about money and these social service agencies are all about making the world a better place. And my eyes have been totally open to the fact that that, that's unfair and not even close to right. Lots of people are starting businesses to- It's very harmonious because it's the psychology behind both. Yes, absolutely. Service and delivery. Yeah, exactly. And I just didn't, did not know that at all until I got into this world. And so it's been a joyful journey. And that's so important that you realize it and you're a woman yeah. of a particular age. I'm a woman. Yeah, of I am. <laughs> I am but a woman of a certain age. <laughs> but you know what? There's a certain mm-hmm. grace and elegance about that, honey. I am not ashamed to tell people yeah. that I am yeah. sick. Yeah. I'm proud because some folks uh, don't make it 
to the 16. To That's right. That's exactly and I have right. wisdom. Mm -hmm. But I'm also um, open to innovation. The yes. world has changed so much, Patty. Yes. Girl, you look at somebody walking down the street, you don't know right. if they're male or female. Right. Heaven forbid you ask or heaven forbid you assume and say something, they'll scratch your right. eye. Right. Exactly. You say and you laugh at a joke that could be, you know, whatever. And people want to yeah. have the cancer culture. They want to cancel you. Yeah. You've got people that are into fracking. You've got other people that say no. You've got right. the government forcing us to purchase uh, electric vehicles with not enough right. charging stations. And they forget yeah. that they're still going to need certain minerals to produce those batteries. Yes. So yes. Every, and then this thing, education, this chat AI. Oh, my. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you delved into that at all? Uh, not personally. I've gone to a few sessions to to just get me thinking about what's girl go in it and play go in it and yeah. play with it it will scare yeah. the bejesus yeah i think that's why i have it because it does scare me but i went to I a really good session yeah i just went to a really good session the other day with a guy who was talking about how to use it you know as a tool like every other tool to be able to it's it, gonna, it depends it's gonna on gonna asking more than a, yeah you gotta ask yeah, questions yeah. it's gonna be more than a tool yeah. You know, I mean, look at it now. You were in education. Yes. And you were trying to teach American history. Yes. And you were trying to not only teach the history lesson, but also grammar, punctuation, mm -hmm. structure, how to create yes. a story. Now all yes. they have to do is go and chat AI and say, create a report. Yeah. It's Patty. It's worrisome. It is worrisome. Uh -huh. But see, it's twofold. Yes. We're going to have to learn how to work intelligently and intuitively with this yes. device. We yes. are feeding the data into this device. Right. But once it starts really getting emotional intelligence, yes. then we have a lot to work worry with. A girlfriend of mine yes. did surgery. She didn't know yes. it was done by a robot. <gasps> they didn't tell her it was a surgeon. They just said, you're having surgery. She didn't think uh -huh. to ask. Well, the surgeon right. botched punctured her kidney by the robot by the robot, robot. okay wow. but when you sign a release you sign the release so now brains when you go and they have certain things done you got to look at the fine nano print yes so so many things are again changing yes a lot of times i tell people why don't you just start at tolerance mm -hmm. don't automatically expect me to jump to acceptance Yes. You've got to give me some time to settle in and do my investigative work like you're doing with Chatty. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be able to feel the feels and it is gonna yes. be uncomfortable. Oh yes. In my 60 years, I've seen several things change. Some for yeah. the good, some for mm -hmm. not so good. But I have boundaries and I'm able to edit and filter. How yes. do you encourage the people that you work with to create boundaries so that they feel safe? during this time of transition? Wow, that's such an important question because I, I use this little framework that I call, uh, it's it's around that homegrown solutions patchwork world and the homegrown piece is aligns with this beingness, which is all about our self-awareness, our self-confidence, our core values, and the sense of agency that we can make a difference. And that 
that homegrown quadrant is all about who we are as individual people and how we not only use that self, but but show up first for that self because we have to uh, be whole as individuals before we have anything to give. You know, we've all heard the analogy of the put your mask on first, your own mask on first. You've mm -hmm. heard the fill your own cup before you have anything to give. And that ability to fill ourselves only happens with healthy boundaries. And it's boundaries from technology as well as from other humans at times so that you replenish, you know? And to me, it always starts with sleep and good food. Oh, if I can start there. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> if and I again, there, then you I know, sleep is so things. important. Yeah. People are running on empty. That is yeah, what the body renews right. itself. That's exactly right. Now, I have odd sleeping hours, but I do make a commitment to myself that if I didn't get a good night's sleep, you better believe I'm gonna give me a good nap. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cause because you have to, it's foundational and you just really can't be your best self if you don't do it. And everybody suffers if if we don't set set those boundaries. And I have to say, the older I've gotten, the better I've gotten at those boundaries, yes. partly because I work for myself now. So I have more freedom to create my boundaries. I preached it when I was, you know, teaching at a principal and all those things. I preached it, but it was hard to actually maintain it. And now I find I actually can get to bed at a decent hour. Wake and up when my consistent. body's like, wake up. That's, that's yes. something that I, I struggle with. You know, there's certain yeah. things in my life for the most part, I'm very consistent, but there's other things I waver. And yeah. so I'm starting to read more books on how to be consistent, but not be rigid. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because sometimes you can be consistent and you're considered a perfectionist and then that shows yeah. up security. So there's yeah. a whole bunch of other yeah. you know, add-ins that you can put on that. Yeah. Give me one of your success stories. What is a, a client or a project that you've worked on that has really impacted change and made you feel good about what you've done? Okay. Well, I will say what comes to mind right away is a client that I'm working with right now. I am a certified women's leadership and empowerment coach, which is a certification I completed recently. I'm one of those people addicted to learning. So I keep going back to school all the time. Um, but I've, I've been working with this woman who is amazing, also a woman of a certain age mm -hmm. who came to me because she wasn't feeling confident to show up in the world in her full self, even though she certainly earned it. Uh, she still wasn't feeling that. And, um, you know, using these, um, you know, my structure, which is all about the being, the doing, the connecting and the reflecting and the tools that I used through my one of many certification, she is just blossoming. This woman is creating boundaries, deciding for herself on her own terms, what she wants to do with her life and take an action. And um, she's a reader. So she reads everything she can get her hands on uh, to help inform herself so that she can show up as a, you know, a real, she's working hard on being an anti-racist ally. And I'm seeing her do that in her, in her daily life. And she's believed and been trying to inform herself all along, but now she's getting that confidence to step up and say, all right, this is an area that I really want to make a difference in. So I'm very proud of her work. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, you know, I have this wonderful growing community that comes to my show all the time and supports each other and, and being, being change makers. So, and that's so important. But again, we have to realize and identify that there's something or an area that needs to be changed. Yes. Yeah. So many people yeah. aren't happy with the status quo. 
And like I yes. said, women of the of a particular age were ever evolving every day. Yes, all there's the time. There's something different. I get smarter. My heart opens up more. Yeah. But I also find a gray hair down here. My cheek. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, but you, it is what it is, and we have yeah. to accept that, and we have to be happy that we are on this planet at this time. That there yeah. is so much change occurring because we're learning. COVID was the perfect pause. Oh, well, yes. COVID pumped the brakes on everyone around mm -hmm. the world. Yes. That was God's download to say, hey, mm. you're in timeout. I'm trying yep. to do something for yep. two years. Yes. During that time, Patty, what did you learn? Well, I learned how much I actually like working at home from my, from my own little space and how much I can actually uh, connect with the whole world through mm -hmm. this amazing technology that is this device. And, you know, having that opportunity to build relationships in the online environment has given me connections all over the world that I didn't have before. I've always been a person who liked to travel and have had some international experiences, but I appreciate it so much more now. And I've had the privilege of meeting people through this medium and then traveling to get to meet them in person now that COVID's kind of settling down a little bit. And it's been the greatest joy to actually get to put my arms around somebody that I've made close friendships with. It made me more aware. Yeah. I was yeah. always in tune and in touch, but it, it heightened my sense of yes. uh, connectivity, like you yes. said. You know, yes. it heightened my sense of compassion. Yes. Uh, it heightened my sense of gratitude. Yes. Because I'm telling you, when you stepped out that door, yeah. you were a nervous wreck. Yes. Is it going to be the postman that has it? Is it going to be yes. at the grocery store? I've got right. to stand in line for this. There's other people that don't have that. So it was a time of deep reflection for me, yes. but also a time to make corrections. I remember the Reverend Al Sharpton, I'll never forget. He, told me, he saw me looking in the mirror. He said, let me tell you something. He said, that mirror is more than just for your reflection. It's also a place where you can make a correction. Oh, I love that. And so when I look at myself in the mirror, I look beyond the superficial. I look beyond what I did. I've done mirror work. Have you ever done mirror work? No, I have not. Well, you're a lifelong learner. You try that one time. It'll blow your yeah. mind. I sat there and did some, you know, facilitated. And uh -huh. it was, I cried like a baby. Yeah. I saw things that I had never seen before. Um, I heard things in silence that I had never heard before. I had thoughts, yeah. images, and dreams, and opportunities that I had never had before. So wow. I say that, you know, in this change, look at initially who you are from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Start with that. And then add boxes and tick the yeah. boxes as you go along. Never forget yeah. where you came from. Yes. And who you touched on your travels. Yes. So That's exactly Patty, right. You have been such a wonderful guest. There's two questions that I always love to ask my guests in close. All right. Number one is if you were an appliance in the kitchen. Oh, my. <laughs> what appliance would you be and why? 
Oh, I wasn't prepared for that one. I listened to several of your podcasts recently. I didn't hear that one. Let's see. Let's see. I think I would be a mixer because I like to stir things up and mix things together, mix the ideas together, mix the ingredients together and see what comes, see what magic comes out. Well, I'd be the refrigerator because I just want to chill. Oh, yeah. I love that. (laughs) And what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be as a, a cultivator of change makers. I want um, people to have been uh, inspired and informed by the work that I'm doing and to be more courageous as a result, to recognize, hey, if this silly lady can get up here and and speak her truth and and you know, at this stage of my life, create something new, so can I. So I hope I hope it catches on. Um, you know, sometimes people dismiss people like me as being Pollyannish. I'm generally positive and optimistic in spite of all evidence to the contrary, but it's a choice that I make to show up and try to be, um, you know, a light, let our lights shine. And maybe, maybe if I let mine shine, somebody else will say, oh, I can do it too. Even if I, even if I do feel a little lack of confidence sometimes, exactly. just keep on showing up. As my kids say, you got to get in your feelings. <laughs> Oh yeah, getting your feelings. I like that. Getting your feelings, and yeah. so I appreciate that. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you. And also, you are in a couple anthologies. I want to see a copy of the books. Tell me well, before, before we do that. Tell me what was your contribution in, in there, and then tell us how to get in contact with you. Okay, so you want me to start with the books? Yeah. So this one is Habits of Success. It's about top entrepreneurs. And my chapter in here is called The Most Important Question, which is what am I missing? So I've written about that. It's a it's a question I try to use in my life every day because I'm always missing something <laughs> when I ask that question of myself or of people around me. That's a um, great question to ask. Yeah. You know, I always ask myself, how can it get any better than this? And what else? Yeah, I love that. I love that. So that's in in this one. And then I also have a couple in the um, Wellness Universe series on complete self-care. And this one is 25 Tools to Achieve Anything. And my chapter in here is called The Changemaker Tree. And I love to think and talk in metaphors that help create understanding. So this one uh, shares how to be a changemaker through the metaphor of a tree, roots, branches, seeds, and fruits, et cetera. It's odd that you say that because I'm a tree hugger. Uh, I am a tree hugger too. I love Girl, it. And, I, I, that, and yeah. people don't get it. That's another meditation. You do the mirror work and then you go outside yes. and hug a tree. I love it. <laughs> you feel like uh, you can conquer the world. Absolutely. Yes. And I have another in the uh, 21st, let's see. Oh, now I'm not going to remember the right name of the book, but um, I like metaphors. So a lot of my chapters in books are written with a a different metaphor to help hopefully help people connect with the change maker inside themselves. It does. And it's also like an Aesop fable because you feel like after you've completed that, you've learned something. Yes. That was a lesson. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. So in terms of getting in touch with, with me, uh, you can look up my website is blueroadseducation.org. You can find me on all the socials as Blue Roads Education or Blue Roads Education Group and Patty Talbot, P-A-T-T-I. You can email me directly, P-A-T-T-I at blueroadseducation.org. I'd love to hear from people and hope people will turn in, tune into my show called On Your Own Terms. They can find that on YouTube is probably the easiest on the Blue Roads Education channel. So Blue Roads is a 
nod to my rural area. And the idea is we are trying to um, increase global understanding and global competencies through rural America, because a lot of times we like to close ourselves in sort of as, as rural and people. You know, and and I'll tell you, and I'll say it, Brains, you give, yeah. you give rural people a bad rap. You yeah. Know, you big inner city slickers got yeah. it put on, but we yeah. are some of the most convoluted people because we got too much yeah. going on. When yeah. With somebody in, in a rural or a sub suburban area, they yeah. have more time to think. They have more yeah. time to be with me. Yeah, absolutely. They have more yeah. time to consider the process. However, we don't yeah. want you to stay stuck. We exactly. want you to be able to be able to move in and out of both of those situations. And yes. Talk. Yes. And I'm with you there because that's really what it's about is, is making sure that we're connecting the local to the global and the global to the local. And um, I just happen to be in a rural setting. So that's, right? that's the reference to Blue Roads. That, that, that's so what I said. And I'm in the city. So we're right here at the yeah. intersection. Yeah. We're right exactly here at the crossroads right. brains that's, on the edge. Exactly Thank you right. so much, Patty, for being here. Brains, I'm going to put all of our contact information at the back part of this, as well as in the show notes. Share with someone that is a little apprehensive, a person that's a little unsure of themselves, a person that's a little nervous, a woman of a particular age or a yes. man of a particular age. Let them know because you turned 60 or 60 plus, there's more than getting your Medi-Cal and your Social Security. There's a lot more of life to live. And a part of that is sharing your wisdom having courage, and being able to step outside the box, create a new box, and be comfortable sitting in it. Thank you so much, Patty. You are the business. Uh, uh, thank you, April. What a joy to be with you today. All right. Bye, brains.